and welcome to the Energetic Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa LaFera, an astrologer, tarot consultant, and all-around creative from sunny San Diego, California. And this is the 52nd episode of the podcast for the week of May 13th, 2019. So let's break it down a bit. Here's what to expect. The goal is to help guide and prepare you for the utmost awareness of the energy in the moment. For if you use the energy consciously, it has a better chance of working for you. I'll kick off the show with a weekly astro report, along with a few tarot polls and our animal ambassador of the week. Then a guest will join me in conversation around a chosen topic. And this week, I'm so happy to welcome San Diego-based psychic medium and one-third of the Bruhits del Barrio gang, uh, Anhalana Zayas. And she's going to join me in a discussion on interdimensional channeling. That sounds pretty interesting, doesn't it? (laughs) And I will say that in case people come back to these uh, later on past the weeks. If you do want to skip ahead to the guest segment, which is usually about 25 to 30 minutes in, I do mark that on my SoundCloud. Um, But if you are listening on iTunes or Spotify or any other service, just know that that's about the range where you can just skip right ahead to the interview portion if you like. So now before we get started here, please remember, as always, take what resonates and leave the rest because only you know you best. So thank you so much for joining me here today. And if you'd like to show appreciation for my work and get early Sunday access to the podcast for as little as $1 per month, you can do so over on Patreon at patreon.com backslash energetic principles. I also have my tip jar for those who would like to make a one-time donation to the podcast. And you can find that on the front page of my website over at energeticprinciples.com. So now let's get down to this week's astro report. Our lunar lady is waxing towards her maximum brightness as we inch our way to this week's full moon in Scorpio. Yet before uh, we get there, she starts off the week in the practical earth of Virgo uh, until she moves into the partnership-oriented sign of Libra around midday on Tuesday. She hangs out in the balance of the scales until moving into the deep, still waters of Scorpio around midday Thursday, and where she will head to her full moon opposition, which will happen around midday Saturday, at least here on the Pacific coast. Um, And then shortly after, she's going to gallivant into the philosophical fires of Sagittarius, which is where she will remain throughout throughout the rest of the weekend. So now just a quick heads up, all time approximations are for North America. So if you live in Europe at about eight hours, and if you are in Australia or the East, you're going to want to add about 17 hours, uh, basically the following day. And keep in mind that timing isn't always precise as astrological transits, otherwise known as the connections that planets make to one another, have varied emphasis as they apply and separate. So it's quite possible to feel the energy sooner or later than the exact moment of contact. All right, my friends, well, energy is flowing and shifts are taking place as we lead up to an intense full moon in Scorpio. Usually our full moon in Scorpio every year is one that brings um, the heat and the water. 
So the steam, I suppose. <laughs> uh, the sun is going to trine Pluto. Um, so there is that uh, another signature of intense flavor there. And Mercury is also going to trine Saturn in Pluto as well. Uh, Venus and Mars are also talking this week and simultaneously move into new planetary energies right before Venus is lit up by electricity electric Uranus and Taurus. Um, And then we have our full moon there. So let's not waste any time and dive right in. On Monday, we start out the week with the moon in Virgo. She'll make an early morning trine to Mercury, an opposition to Neptune, a trine to Saturn, a square to Jupiter, a trine to Pluto, and then the sun later on in the day, probably like early next morning. Anyways, the moon is getting around on Monday. <laughs> but we also have sun, the sun making a trine to Pluto, who is retrograde. And so this only happens a couple times a year. Um, and so whenever we have a sun transit, we are turning some sort of page, we are gaining a awareness and there is a vitality that comes with this transit. And of course, trines are just flowing. There are no obstacles in everything just comes right in. Well, what's coming in? Well, that's Pluto. And Pluto brings up maybe deep emotions or uh, situations that cause change in our life or ask that we transform or purify something. Um, And so with these two meeting at the beginning of the week, uh, earthly matters are being awakened and our conscious spotlight, the sun, is flowing with that transformative and integrity-inducing energy of Pluto. And so now with Pluto in its retrograde cycle, I think a lot of what is churning and becoming lit up on the inside will help us make our own shifts on an internal level, which will then affect the external realm, like it'll be an inside job first. And with these two in Earth signs, these metamorphoses are likely, um, you know, working to change things in the more practical areas of our lives, like our, our home lives, our work lives, projects that we're involved in, financial structures, etc. those types of things. And so life could easily change at this time in a way that you can see and touch, like this tangible nature. Um, so go with the flow and see what honest truths come to surface in the process, because Uh, Pluto always brings up the need for honesty there. Um, and so the bottom line for Monday is, is that we spend most of the day in a workaday world uh, of Virgo um, as a lot of Earth energy is trining in, which is allowing us to tackle tasks and put finishing touches on things that we're working on. And so the practical details will probably be key today, and maybe details even come in if there haven't been yet. Uh, however, there may be a little fuzziness as Luna opposes Neptune and our attentions begin to drift into our dream world or daydream there. Um, But the evening has a lot of strong flowing energy to it as Luna trines into the sun um, and that Pluto connection I just spoke of. And chances are that deeper emotions can come to light at this time. So it's a good night to look inside and gain greater understanding of where things are headed for you. Now, on Tuesday, we have the moon in Virgo still, but she will move to Libra around uh, just about noontime here on the Pacific coast. And uh, along the way, she'll make a square to Mars. Now, also on Tuesday, we have Venus making a sextile to Mars. And so Venus is definitely uh, lighting up this week. She did her thing last week. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode with Kelly Surtees talking about Venus, you may want to go on back and do so because she shared some wonderful things about uh, our planet of relationship. 
Um, so yes, Venus, just that. That brings up our relations um, and where we open up and what we draw towards us or attract in um, and how we bring things into balance and harmony. So that feminine receptive force versus Mars, which is more of our male outward drive, uh, how we, uh, you know, direct our motivation um, and, you know, like more of those masculine individual will type of energies. But these two are in a sextile, so they are uh, working with each other or can help open a door. And so here we have our two natural opposites meeting together in a way that can, you know, get energy flowing. However, there may be a little bit of a closing up process or a test in these areas, for these two are meeting near the end degrees of Aries and Gemini, signifying there may be a finalization or a test of sorts at this time. And with Venus being disposed by Mars, because she's still in Aries, there will be a little more of our individual wills in the Venusian relating dynamic, especially as she's finishing up her stay um, in, in warrior Aries. Um, yet the two can still come together to initiate and discuss these matters, especially with Mars and Gemini. Um, but individual desires may still remain supreme. Now, on Wednesday, oh, we're not to Wednesday yet. The bottom line for Tuesday. So much going on this week. <laughs> The bottom line for Tuesday is is here we have that two-part day where we are still in the practical routines of Virgo, yet midday things lighten and we switch into the social realm of Libra, yet not before Luna makes a tense and potentially irritating square to Mars. And so we are feeling through our need for balance, and especially after Mars may send a ray of disruption our way, um, we may need to do something that brings peace to our scene. And really discussing and airing things out with friends and in social settings can be very beneficial at this time. Now, on Wednesday, the moon is officially in Libra. She will square Saturn, uh, make a sextile to Jupiter, and then a square to Pluto. And so we have a a number of things happening on Wednesday. We have Mercury making a sextile to Neptune, uh, and then Venus and Mars both will move into new signs. Venus will move into her domicile of Taurus, and Mars into his fall of Cancer. So let's talk about Mercury and Neptune first. So, uh, you know, Mercury is going to bring in that news. This is where we're going to communicate or we're going to learn about something or we're going to perceive some sort of information that comes in. And like we said earlier, sextiles are a flowing opportunity, um, but we kind of have to act on it. Now, what is Mercury flowing towards? And that's Neptune, which can uh, give a more spiritual edge to things, um, or maybe a compassionate or a need to maybe surrender. But it can also bring in a dreamy influence where we might just be, uh, you know, a little out to sea, I guess you could say. Um, But with Mercury in Taurus, it is essentially looking to Venus. So Venus is really highlighted on many levels this week. So I feel as this transit relates to our processing of the Venus transit that I just spoke of uh, with Mars of the day prior. And perhaps it would behoove us at this time to maybe find compassion and and maybe impracticality in our mental and communicative approaches at this time. Um, And our minds will be a bit more dreamy and ideal because it's usually how Neptune kind of filters in things. But it is paired with the practicality of Mercury and Taurus. So maybe we're able to marry the pragmatic with the spirit to envision, uh, dare I say, heaven on earth. (laughs) Um, But that being said, we may just want to escape into our daydreams at this time, and it may be fruitful to do so. Um, So really stay receptive to whatever comes in. 
Now, Venus moving into Taurus, which is her uh, nighttime domicile there, uh, she is heading into her own sign, and she loves being in this earth and in sensuality of this sign. Um, and we and it will help really to strengthen our bonds and um, with others and to help enjoy the simple pleasures in life. So she's, she's moving from that heat of Aries, which is not necessarily her normal dom- domain, and now she's kind of settling into this this um, more uh, luxurious, uh, maybe even indulgent type of realm. And so that's going to be a stark contrast from that Aries transit we just went through. However, she is going to get a conjunction to Uranus here in a few days. So more on that later. Uh, Venus will be in Taurus until June 8th. Now, Mars moving into Cancer, which is the sign of its fall. So Mars has a little bit of a harder time uh, working his agenda in Cancer. And so, uh, you know, actually note that with Mars and Cancer and Venus and Taurus, we may want to watch that diet. If you're on a diet or you're trying to like, you know, because really this combo will increase the propensity to indulge in the food realm. Uh, Cancer loves food. Mars acts on things. So it's going to act on the food. Venus loves Taurus. Venus and Taurus loves, uh, you know, some indulgent delights. So just be aware of that if you're trying to, you know, watch the waistline. Um, but now Mars is moving into a more challenging sign for him. So he had his say for a while now, but now Venus kind of gets more of a boost um, in prominence. And Mars and Cancer can have a sidestepping or crab walking towards our agendas, which can make everyone's approaches a little less direct than usual. And so passive aggression can certainly be a form of this energy, and a tinge of insecurity can arrive in our desires to act. Um, But we will be likely be motivated by security and our emotional concerns during this period. Uh, So really defer to how you feel and get clear on that before initiating any action. And that can help, you know, clear up any type of mismoves or misunderstandings. And so Mars will be in Cancer until July 1st. All right, so plenty shifting in on Wednesday. And so the bottom line there is that this is likely to be a social day as we connect with others, you know, because the moon is in Libra. And it's likely that partnerships are going to be on our mind, um, or at least on our, or we're going to be feeling through them. And so there may be some tension later in the day that disrupts the balance, uh, especially as stern Saturn and intense Pluto are being activated by the moon. And so that may bring some harsh feelings to the surface, Um, yet there is an element of growth that can be worked with as Luna connects to Jupiter. So really, silver linings are there if you allow yourself to feel into them. Now, Thursday, we have the moon in Libra, but she will move to Scorpio around mid-afternoon here on the Pacific coast. And along the way, she will trine Mars, oppose Venus, um, and oppose Uranus. And so Mercury is making some more transits this day. So it's already tapped into Neptune, but now it's going to make a trine to Saturn, who's retrograde, and Pluto, who's retrograde. Um, and so we already know Mercury is is that communicating function, that news, that learning, that perception, trines, 
no obstacles, everything's flowing. Um, and so the mercurial function is flowing towards that Saturn, which is uh, about commitment, uh, you know, long-term considerations where we're building foundations or structure or organizing our lives, um, getting serious in some way. Uh, or Pluto, like we said earlier, which can bring about change and trying to purify um, uh, and transform certain things. And so, you know, the exact hit or uh, trying to Pluto on Friday uh, is on Friday. So I'm kind of lumping these two together. So we're going to feel this configuration basically through the second half of the week here. Um, and after the sun trined into Saturn uh, last weekend and Pluto at the beginning of this week, basically the messenger is coming in to start organizing and making plans and initiating changes around our projects, our work lives, and our financial agendas. And it's likely to be all business towards the end of the week, and we have intense concentration and discipline flowing into the mental sphere. We can also have serious talks now to lay down necessary groundwork. And the mind is more decisive and focused on the tasks at hand. So make the most out of this practical focus. And so the bottom line for Thursday is, is that we have another two-part day as we start out in the detached air of Libra, but then move into the deep waters of Scorpio. So we're probably going to feel that shift. And so emotions are amplified as Luna activates the upcoming Venus and Uranus conjunction. And especially with Mercury looking to Venus in its Saturn-Pluto trine, because keep in mind, Mercury is in Taurus, there are bound to be deeper interactions with others taking place, or quite possibly within the relationship to your own shadow uh, or your own psyche, you know, because we can see kind of um, our our shadow at this time. Uh, And so there is likely to be a depth that is going to to awaken us uh, now. Okay, so Friday, the moon is still in Scorpio, and the only thing she'll be doing that day is trining Neptune, and we don't have any exact uh, transits happening on Friday. Well, actually, the Mercury-Pluto trine is going to hit exact that that evening, so I I re- I retract that, what I last said there. Um, but basically, we are waxing our way towards tomorrow's full moon. Uh, and with Luna's trying to dreamy Neptune, we get to kind of retreat a bit and, and intuit the subtleties of our situations, uh, while also feeling out spirit's directive um, with whatever it is that we are encountering in our lives. So this could be a very fruitful day to maybe meditate, to get in tune with your feelings, um, and maybe uh, get behind the veil of some things. Uh, And this could be a great day to have like a nice bath or a hot like a hot tub soak, you know, these types of things, because we do have a water trine that is um, on the scene. Now, on Saturday, we have that full moon in Scorpio, Uh, but then Luna will move to Sagittarius, Sagittarius, later in the day. But along the way, she'll make a sextile to Saturn and Pluto, an opposition to Mercury, and then, of course, the opposition to the moon, which is what our full moon is. And so two things happening that day. Obviously, we have our full moon happening at 27 degrees and 39 minutes of Scorpio. Um, But we also have Venus making a conjunction to Uranus that day. And we've probably already felt that brewing a couple days prior when Luna already touched that area. But this is the exact moment of it. And of course, on a full moon, we cannot ignore this aspect. And so... Real quick on the full moon, um, that will be happening at 2.11 p.m. here on the Pacific coast. Um, and I do uh, want to 
put a reminder out there that I do write a more in-depth article on the full and new moons each month. And you can find those on my uh, astro blog over at energeticprinciples.com. But if you want those to come straight to your inbox, because usually they arrive about a day or two early, uh, you can sign up for my mailing list at the bottom of my front page. And there's also my Moon Animal Monthly that came out around the new moon time, uh, which is my $3 Patreon subscription tier. So if you'd like to support the podcast that way, that is an option. And so really we have an emphasis of a Taurus kind of pile up with, uh, you know, Venus is there, Uranus, the sun, Mercury, um, and really Mars, who is disposing that moon in Scorpio, it just uh, slipped into the fall of Cancer. But it is in mutual reception with the moon, so there is some back and forth energy there. And so really, uh, there's a lot of transformative emotional energy that will help the practical, physical realities of our lives, you know, because it is opposing all that Earth-oriented Taurus energy. Um, So it can help us to build a firmer foundation once uh, some deeper emotions or maybe some intimacy with another person is processed. So in whatever way that looks like for you, you know, it'll just depend on the situation. Yet essentially there is a freeing up of energy with our Taurus representative Venus making a conjunction to Uranus. So let's discuss that because that's a very important part of this full moon. So Venus, like we said earlier, is tapping into those relationships, uh, what we attract in in life and are willing to open up to, and how we can cultivate a sense of wholeness. Um, and any conjunction is going to bring a new cycle where the energies are merging to become one. And so what is our relationship planet merging with? Well, that is Uranus. And Uranus shakes things up. It awakens things. It turns things around. And sometimes it brings storms that are necessary and maybe a little unexpected so that you can shake off some energetic debris. And so really Venus is calling the shots as she is in her own sign and speaking for the likes of the Sun, Mercury, and Uranus at this time. And so surprising scenarios are bound to arrive in the relationship department or even with women that are in our lives. And this is an innovative and creative energy as well. So the unpredictable nature of Uranus may allow us to receive insights that help to improve and reform our relations or our creative projects or even our ability to achieve balance and wholeness in practical earthly ways. And with any Uranus transit, there is a liberation or a freeing of energy that needs to take place. Hence the expect the unexpected vibe of Uranus. Um, So flexibility is key. But if we are open at this time, we may actually be awakened in ways that help us to lay down greater stability for the road ahead. So the bottom line for Saturday is, is that we continue to wax towards our full moon this afternoon, and it looks like Mercury is going to deliver Venus's full moon message in the earlier part of the day when uh, Mercury and the moon make an opposition. And so our minds are likely to be active uh, and news is on the scene. Um, And our conversations are maybe more emotionally tinged at this time. So, you know, take your time with your speech and how you're communicating to other people. Um, For it's bound to be an exciting day with all that is in the air, yet being a Scorpio full moon, everyone's feelings are likely to be permeating strongly through the air. 
Um, so Luna's switch into Sagittarius later on in the day will help to shift ourselves to a lighter and possibly more philosophical state of, of being as we kind of feel through the current leg of, of our journeys and where we're at right now. All right, so we made it to Sunday. And so Sunday, the moon is in Sagittarius and making no exact aspects. So really the bottom line for Sunday is is that this is kind of a day of getting out there, maybe exploring a little, having a little adventure, but also searching or seeking um, understanding in regards to the week's events, because this week is likely to be pretty active. Um, and so the energy is carried at a steady tone with the lack of aspects that are uh, taking place on this day. So we kind of have time to process. And really, after a dynamic week, this may be the perfect day to let loose and have a little fun after all that intensity. Now, to wrap it all up here, we have an emotionally intense full moon in Scorpio, and we are contemplating the deeper themes that are currently swirling through our lives. Passion is aroused and relationships of all sorts are likely to be a central theme this week as the energy seeks to shake up and recalibrate whatever is not in balance. All right, so now let's take a look at our tarot cards because I like the message that they're sending this week. Um, So I drew the Two of Cups as the focus and the Four of Pentacles as the grounding. And so with the Two of Cups as the focus, this card speaks about relationship and two people coming together in matters of the heart that are built from a place of harmony, respect, uh, and mutual support. And with Mars sextile Venus, a Scorpio full moon, and Venus making a conjunction to Uranus this week, all relationships will be highlighted, and I consider this a welcome card for choosing the heart in a way that helps to unify and bond with others, while allowing choices and decisions to be made from this unified space. Now, with the Four of Pentacles as the grounding, I see this as going one of two ways. Either the coming together of the Two of Cups is grounded in combining resources to make a solid foundation with another person, or it could be that there is an agreement that maybe our connections are feeling a little stuck and in need of a bit of risk-taking to help spice things up a bit. And so it's quite possible that you encounter both scenarios this week, so really feel your way through this accordingly. Now, last but certainly not least, this show is brought to you by this week's animal ambassador, the emu. Now, this bird makes so, such interesting drum-like sounds uh, that I never knew they made, so this is news to me as well. <laughs> but really, this large, flightless bird is here to tell us that it is a good time to go on a new adventure in our lives. Uh, so whatever is calling to your heart, you can now trust your instinct to guide you on a new journey that will help stimulate your sense of adventure through the excitement of exploration. And really, you know, life is short, and the older you get, the more you realize this attribute of our earthly experience. So don't wait too long to check off some of your bucket list or to make some bigger shifts that you truly long for, Um, because it's really a time to stretch out of our comfort zones and experience a bit more excitement and freedom in our lives. So make a loose plan, but be prepared to, you know, fill in the gaps as you go, because the unexpected surprises and those serendipitous components of any adventure is really the best part of the journey. 
Now, if you'd like to go deeper with the energy of the week and how that will interact with you personally, I encourage you to check out my tarot subscription on Patreon. So basically for $6 a month, I create a custom spread that goes out each week that aligns with the energies of uh, everything that I'm talking about here. And then you get to pull purposeful card placements uh, to then connect that to the tarot. And so last week we worked on out of routine. And this week we will be working on laying firm foundations. So if you want to find out more uh, and check out a freebie spread, you can do so over at Patreon at patreon.com backslash energetic principles. Okay, now let's meet our guest. All right, I am so happy to welcome this week's special guest. I have a have on Halana Zayas. She's going to she's going to say her last name appropriately for me. Uh, so thank you for being here, Analana. Uh, thank you, thank you. And it's uh, Sayas. Yeah. <laughs> but you did you did good. That's that's Zayas. Anyway, I worked with that. what I had. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I worked with the tongue I had. Um, <laughs> I might even be saying it wrong. My my grandmother will visit me in my sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, "Honey, that is not." Yeah, she's the way like, "You, you don't even know how to say it." Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And so uh, today we are actually going to be talking on a different topic, which I'm super excited to talk about because I have never really encountered anyone like her before. Um, and she has plenty in her natal chart that actually <laughs> supports that. We were just talking about that before we got on the horn here. Uh, before we get started on our topic of interdimensional channeling, uh, Analana, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So um, I, my name is Anhalana. Marie. Um, my pronouns are she, her, they, them. I am queer and I am, I, and also I am a starseed, which we were laughing about earlier that I am an alien. Um, and so I, 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 uh, have a shop with these, um, three amazing, uh, or two other amazing women in Barrio Logan called, uh, Brujitex del Barrio. And it is a healing shop that is sliding scale donation base, and it centers around the marginalized community. So people who are brown, black, um, uh, trans, uh, queer, um, anything that um, in our society is uh, marginalized and oppressed because of systematic oppression and capital- um, capitalism and the patriarchy, we really try to have that space for them to have healing and for it to be affordable because a lot of the self um care movement is happening and it's self-love and self-healing, but it's really inaccessible for a lot of people in low-income um, situations or in disparities or like, you know, they don't have access. So we want to make our, we want to make healing um, accessible and decolonize it and also like empower people and like remind people of their magic. Ah, oh, I love that. <laughs> like it's just perfect, concise thing just comes right out of her. Uh, she's got a lot of Virgo and it speaks very well to her chart. So, but just so you know, we'll give a, we'll give her big three for our listeners that are, um, since this is primarily an astrology podcast. Um, but she has that Taurus rising with a Taurus moon right there near her ascendant and also, uh, Leo sun, which of course you're going to just light up our conversation. <laughs> here. I love it. So um, now, okay, I love what you're doing for the community. And that's a good piece to bring in there because 
especially with the self-help movement that mm-hmm. has become all the rage, which is nice because, of course, we want people yes. to get the help that they need. Yes. But a lot of times that can actually be uh, difficult to get based on how much money you make and what resources you have mm-hmm. to allocate to this healing. Yes. And um, so kudos for you ladies doing what you do. Thank um, you. And making that space open for people and not having it being all about the money, which is, just seems very uh, uh, <laughs> capitalistic. <laughs> <laughs> what we're trying to kind of go away from here. So um, now, so what are your individual disciplines that you have going on at uh, at the shop? Like what what are the specialties that yes. you ladies have? So um, Hannah, um, who I'm gonna um, blast her. She's a Sagittarius Sun <laughs> and has uh, um, some wind, uh, a lot of wind in her chart. She is amazing. She. Uh, she does a lot of CBD. So everything in a shop that mainly all the stuff that you see is our CBD joints, which is like hot. Like everyone loves them. She makes um, spray CBD oils. I mean, she's just, Hannah is magical. And her name is Magic Mama on, <laughs> on Instagram, which is perfect. She's a mother of three and she's just like this incredible dope ass woman. Um, and so that's mainly her thing is CBDs and sprays and like essential oils and like uh, bath bombs. And then Irene, who is our dope ass Scorpio, who just had an art show um, this weekend. So, um, and then uh, she still has it up. So definitely check that out. Chicana Art Gallery. She and Chippa Water. So all of her sign is all water sign. And you can see in her art. So she's all the artistic expression. And she also makes a, another, a CBD um, salve as well. That is incredible. Um, so yeah, those are, uh, and, oh, and then me. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, who are you? What are you doing? I do the tea. So I have an, um, an apothecary, a full apothecary, and I make custom blend teas. And I also have just regular teas and stuff. And then I offer the crystals because crystals are like a big part of my healing journey as well as with the herbs. So those are our, our three, like our three um, folks. And then we, it's a collective. So we have other magical healers that are like from those um, intersections that, mm. you know, I just, I spoke up because we really want to give them their space um, to provide their, their healing stuff. So definitely check out the shop. It's really dope and uh, magical and the, the people there. Um, and, and also, um, I, um, where we, uh, when we sell, we actually donate a portion. So this month we're donating to bailing out, um, brown and black mothers from jail to be with their kids for Mother's Day. Yeah. So, um, it's a really cool program, um, that, uh, Naisha from, um, Black Lives, um, um, Women's Black Lives Matter March put together along with other, um, people. I'm sorry. I don't know your names. Um, I'm really bad with names, but, um, she put that together. And so we're, uh, or they put that together. So we're also, um, donating to that. How this cool month. is yeah. that? That's <laughs> wonderful. So we are getting the full community vibe here, yes, right? That's yes. essentially what's going yes. on is you are bringing together a community of people to help others that are in need and don't have the necessary the resources that others yeah. do mm-hmm. um, based on our, our system and the way it is. Yeah. Uh, so... Okay, so when when she came over here earlier, she brought some tea with her. And at first, I didn't know what that was. I thought it was like a jar of like honey or something. And um, and so she drinks it right now. She's like, it looked magical in itself. So I mean, what what do your teas do, or what is uh, yeah, what what goes on in those teas? Oh my god! So uh, again, back to like my obsession with herbs. Um, so the tea I'm actually drinking right now is called my Moon Cycle Tea, and um, I made it because I live with endometriosis and and 
in um, endometriosis and I had an ectopic pregnancy. And I actually just spoke on this um, at, at an event this past weekend with let, uh, Latino Latinas for reproductive justice. And I spoke on my story of how um, I live with this condition, which is what it sloughs off of the endometrial lining yeah. and it causes, you know, implantations all over your body. It's very painful. Very, very painful. And it's very, it's more common than we think. Yeah, it yeah. is. And, and then there's another type, it's called androm. It's like a similar endometriosis, but it's like a reverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's like, it's hard to diagnose and they really never properly diagnosed this, but I just had so many of the symptoms that they're like, you know, and I have convulsions and uh, it was really bad so I I, um, I shared my story of like the the trauma I dealt with the western medicine and how they were very mean to me and it dealt with a lot of um, the racism like a lot of people don't know but like you know black especially black people have you know the the shorter than this the stick when it comes to um um, being taken care of, and they're four times as um, likely to die in any pregnancy um, stuff. So I was raising awareness on that. And endometriosis and ectopic pregnancies are unfortunately some of the uh, in ectopic pregnancies that's where they die from because they're not being listened to. So the teas I make are um, for that, for like um, to help heal certain conditions. So I. So my moon cycle came from that of my own experience mm. of the endometriosis, and and um and I have a tummy tonic one because of my stomach issues from drinking napros, living on naproxen and oh, and yeah. Mortrin for 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 years. And those will destroy your stomach. Yes, lining. within a week. Yeah, within a week they will destroy your stomach lining, and so I'm like it's deteriorated, which caused me to have leaky gut, which has caused me to be allergic to almost anything I eat. Um, so I make these teas to try to, um, help heal. And I just have variations of the, all these teas that people can come get. But I also make customs because I have a lot of people who live with polycystic ovarian syndrome and people who live with diabetes and like people who are just don't want to be on medications anymore and they want mm-hmm. another way. And these, there's a lot of herbs that can provide that. So it shocks a lot of, like I had this one doctor I went to and they were just, they were like, I, I need to understand how you have this under control. Mm. And it's like, uh, cause I'm a holistic health practitioner. Like I've now, but they thought I was insane. Like, you know, like there's no way. Yes. And, 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 this, and, I'm, and this is a testament because I used to be someone who had convulsions and people would find me passed out in the bathroom because I was in so much pain. Mm. So from that to, I just need a day or two to rest after my period and I'm good to go. That's like, huge. That's huge. I used to be in a hospital all the time throwing up and, so yeah, so yeah, this, this is my moon cycle tea, and it's actually really popular. A lot of people. I, love- I wonder yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so cool. Like a lot of my teas that like I do a self love blend. I do a serenity, which was influenced by my brother who has MS, and I wanted to make a tea for him that would help with his hit with his mm-hmm. um, symptoms. And it's an uh, it's an it's amazing tea. Um, but yeah, so a lot of the the my fully stocked my teas, like my hormone balancing tea goes off the shelf like people are like oh my god I can sleep like it like regulates my hormones so it's really cool but it's not me it's definitely the, the herbs speak to me well so, that was my yeah. next question I'm like <laughs> herbs, picking these yeah herbs, no the come? herbs they tell me they will tell me to put and then it scares me because I'm like oh my god but there's nothing that justifies this like when I put hamica y'all when I put hibiscus in my moon cycle she told me to put her in there. And I was like, what for? Like, there's, she's like, just put me in there. It wasn't until years later I found out it actually hurt, helps with pain. 
Like jamaica is actually good for pain, but also it's a, it's a sugar block. So if you're going to eat sugar, and I learned this from a, 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 an herbalist. Um, she's amazing. Oh, my God, I can't think of her name right now. But Roots of Resistance, look at her on Instagram. Um, she told us that it, it blocks um, uh, glucose. Like if you want to eat something sugary, mm-hmm. so drink jamaica first and then eat your sugary donut. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. We're getting the, we're getting the tricks here. Amalaise. I'm not really good with words, so apologies, y'all. <laughs> Even though I do have a Virgo Mercury, I, I really chip up. Um, um, yeah, well, you do have. She has. She has Mercury in in Virgo. However, it is retrograde. Yeah, and uh, so there that can definitely give. Um, <laughs> Especially slow Mercuries, uh, especially slow Mercuries or retrograde Mercuries that are still slow. Yes. Like in traditional texts, they say that there can be a stutter yeah, there. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have Mercury retrograde, but I have Mercury slow. And I will find myself, especially when I'm trying to get something out, yeah. that I'll stutter over. Yeah, over. I, I flip things around. Like I have to read things over and over again. Yeah. School is very hard for me, you know. So, yeah. So it was like, damn it. I thought I was doing good with Virgo and, um, Virgo and Mercury. <laughs> So I struggle. So apologies if I'm using the wrong words. It's I'm trying my hardest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, okay, real quick before we move on here about the teas. I mean, do you guys have an online store presence at all? No. Or is this more centralized out just to the yeah. store? Yeah. We, 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 we let people like order if they see something we post and then, then they can hit us up on the um, um, email. Like, can I get that tea? And that's how we do it. Yeah. And then people can Venmo us. But um uh, Magic Mama, uh, she actually has her own uh, uh, open apothecary. And then some people in our shop, they actually have their own um, um, stuff as well, but they won't get the sliding scale prices. So mm-hmm. that's the gotcha. only difference. So like if they if they see something we post and they can buy it from us and they get the sliding scale. But if they go to them, they, it's going to be the regular retail prices. Yes. And so this is all posted on Instagram. Yeah. Then, on right? Instagram. And what's your guys' handle? Uh, Brujitix. Del Barrio, and so that's B R I J. Oh, uh, nope, I no, messed up. She's like, no, <laughs> no. Okay, so we'll just say that I will have that on my blog post, and I will tag them in Thank our you. Instagram as well, um, our, and so that you'll be able to go check them yeah. out because you, know, you ladies are doing some fab work over there, Thank and you. so we gotta spread spread the good word. Um, so now let's talk about more about your work in our our. Our main theme for today is interdimensional channeling, yes. which when Anilana told me what she does, because she was like, at first I thought it was like past life progression, and she was like, no, no, no. She's like, I don't want you to misunderstand me. <laughs> I mean, that, that could be a part of it, you know, given, you know, the consider or the conditions. Um, but there is, you have a unique, <laughs> you have a, I'll just call it unique. And I, mm-hmm. I love, okay, so I just wanted to say that she, uh, the reason we even know each other is because I had a garage sale a few weeks ago, and a good friend of mine, Megan Ray, who was on the yes, podcast for my her. first year anniversary <laughs> show, she happened to run into her at um, at uh, Kindred, Kindred yeah. which we talked about on the podcast, and she's like, oh, my friend's having a yard sale, you have to come down, you know, because I have all this funky, you know, vintage stuff, and so, of course, we hit it off right yeah. away, um, and I was like, you have to be on the podcast, we have to discuss this. Um, but the more I found out about what it is she does, uh, the more I was like kind of b- blown away. But the, one of the first things you told me, you go, you, you're like, I'm an alien. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you understand that you have to know I'm an alien. <laughs> yes. She's like, just frankly, she just looks at me. She's like, I'm an alien. I'm like, and then the type of person I am, I'm like, 
yeah, cool. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it. But I loved it when I actually went and looked at her chart and saw that she had the south node in uh, Sagittarius, but also it was conjunct Uranus, which we all know is would be can be honed in as an alien planet, but also Mars, which if we think about Martian, mm-hmm. and, you know. <laughs> so I looked at that and I was like, well, Goddamn, she is an alien. Uh, <laughs> I love it. So, so once we got to talking more and I found out more about her work, um, and I'm still learning more, so I'm excited to talk about it today. I'm learning too. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so tell us a little bit more about the interdimensional work yeah. and, and just your channeling process and how yeah. you even came about to the metamorphosis of putting yeah. all this together. What does that look like? What is it? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I joked around, I'm going to write a book about um, how I embrace my craziness <laughs> or like embracing your craziness because it, it it really stemmed from that. So as a child, I just had these and everyone always, um, you know, said, oh, you just have this wild imagination. And and so I always downplayed it. But there would be just weird synchronistic moments that just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. There would be things I would say that would just it was just way too like, no, this isn't this is beyond imagination. There's something else weird going on. And I just couldn't quite understand it. And to make things even sound weirder, I used to talk to aliens as a child, but they weren't like as aliens as you think. They were just, they were beings from other places and spaces. And I literally would like be in a ball crying, like, I'm crazy. I'm going to get locked up. Like I had a constant fear of getting locked up. And I'm sure that's related to a past Past life. life. Yeah. (laughs) I had such an anxiety. So, you know, really trying to be normal was something I forced myself. Like, like I'm like, no, I got to be this, like everything, like what society is. I forced it on myself Mm. because I just could not. But, you know, I, I, did, I failed miserably because everyone can yeah. see how weird and different yeah, I was. You're like, like, no, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> I did not fool nobody. <laughs> so, um, but the process was I, after I, I went through, I, I say I went through two awakenings. Because everyone's like, oh, I went through this awakening. I'm like, no, I went through two. Yeah. There was this really traumatic event that happened in 2008. And then I, um, that kind of like propelled me into my second awakening that was in 2011 and where I almost committed suicide and the dog that I rescued I came in and and rescued me literally and and he was someone who was traumatized by water so he would never come into the bathroom but this time he ran in so it was like divine timing and so at that moment I'm like this is okay this is fucking ridiculous I, I gotta do something so I just I started looking up everything YouTube um, self-help stuff. I started getting meditation. I, I went to a crystal store and it was so like, I just gave this person a, a list. And I was like, here, I just gave it to the person because I had no idea what I was looking for. And the lady looked at me like, oh, or the person looked at me like, okay, I will. I just wrote down the crystals, had no idea what I was doing. I placed those crystals on me and I even wrote about it. Um, and that's when it really like like started my catalyst. And I started to not be so scared of the weird voices or the weird things. And my dreams were very premonition. Like I can dream something, it would happen. I would see something. I would I would actually talk to people in dreams that needed help that passed over. I mean, I have so many of these stories. And and I journal a lot. And I wish I didn't destroy a lot of my journals. But I did through the time where I was like in that really self-hate um, space. I destroyed a lot of yeah. things. And I wish I didn't because there was a lot of good shit there that yeah. I just looked crazy. But I was afraid if anyone found it, they would lock me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it I was, was collateral basically. Yeah. Like, here's evidence. Exactly. She's crazy. Yeah, and my, and my, and my handwritings would change. So I thought like, oh my God, I have multiple personalities. But, but you're just channeling. Yeah, I was just channeling, yes. yes. Which is why I really want to work with people who deal with DID, who deal with schizophrenia, who, because there is um, 
any of those conditions because I really believe there's something that's they're tapping into that no one's helping them really hone into. Uh, and like form yeah, and be able to work with. Yes. And so I, I had to like teach myself, but I didn't teach myself. It was really my guidance, my higher guidance that stepped through that I surrendered to. So I surrendered mm. to this madness is what, like I said, I was surrendered to what everyone else would be like, no, you're fucking crazy. And the beauty and what really helped me a lot was my partner who um, now really embraced my craziness. Like he didn't like judge me for it. He actually held space for it when I was trying to navigate and understand myself. So it was like, I had a lot of space holding. Like people like, I don't understand, but I know you're okay and you're functional. So whatever you're doing, is like, you're not harming yourself. This is okay. Which is good. Not everyone gets that. Not everyone has that privilege for people to hold space. Now, I understand I didn't always have that privilege. That's why I went through my craziness because yeah. I didn't. It was always everyone trying to lock me up or telling me I was crazy and I was going in and out seeing psychiatrists and psychologists. And and also I had traumas on top of that. So they always put it on my traumas, but it didn't feel that way. I was like, no, there's something else. So that's how it came to be. Then I got into energy work, but then I kept on hearing like other stuff and I started seeing other visions. And then people were like, this sounds like a past life. And like it started and finally the, it just came together. So I just had to really surrender to this, to all of what didn't make sense. Yeah. So that's how it happened. It just, it was just doing the work and them teaching me, showing me things and then getting results right after. But then, then, but then also telling like, it's not always going to happen this way, but we're, we're doing this because we want you to continue this. Does that yes. make sense? We so, have to give you an inch yeah, so that you can go the mile. Exactly. Yeah. Which was frustrating when I didn't get everything. And I'm like, wait, then this isn't working. They're like, no, 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 no. no. You still Stop. have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be cool because then I would get channelings from other people and they would tell me exactly. So it was like this confirmation. This is why I was telling you, thank God for astrologers. <laughs> We had the astrologist conversation earlier, <laughs> astrologer versus astrologist, which is, is really funny. Um, yes, because for those who may be confused, yes. it, it is astrologers. That's what we prefer. And I was messing that up, so I'm like, astrologer. <laughs> Her face was priceless when she said it. So, yeah, so, I, you know, I was telling Mel that I'm really thankful for astrologers because they, um, getting birth chart readings really helped me understand what I was doing, like, it was like, oh my God, they're even saying that. And even confirming that I was an alien in one of my readings, yeah. you know, and, um, and then confirming like, oh, you can actually work on interdimensions and you, you work on, and then I had a beautiful channeling from my friend who went through ayahuasca and I was there holding space for her. And she channeled and said the exact same thing. She said, you're doing things that no one will understand. Like people cannot see what you're doing. So I'm like, okay, this is really weird and crazy. I don't know how to explain this. So I just call it intuitive healing or no intuitive energy work. Cause I don't even like to say healing. Cause I don't want anyone to think that I have the power to heal. I just yeah. hold space for people to heal. So yeah. So that's just a, that's a really short, but that's how it happens through meditation, constant meditation, constant shadow work on my work, like me doing my own work. Um, um, unpro deprogramming all these um, limitations I put on myself, all these fears and limitations. After I let those things go and these ideas of what this looks like, oh, oh I'm hearing voices, I'm schizophrenic, I'm doing this, you know, I had to let go of everything and just surrender. Mm -hmm. Just surrender and be like, okay, if this is coming from love, I'm in a safe space. And then that's when things start to rebuild itself. So I, I tell a lot of people, it's not as magical as they think it is. Yeah. <laughs> the process is not even half of the time. No, I'm not even shitting y'all. When I place my hands on you, the first thing they say is do nothing. 
So in that, I'm doing nothing. I'm just literally sitting still with like emptiness, just waiting. (laughs) And it's in that stillness and in that waiting. And sometimes, and maybe nothing will come up or maybe it hasn't happened just yet, but I just have to be okay that that may not ever happen. Well, and you know what I like about that, though, just to speak to the stillness and the space that they're asking of you in that moment, because essentially that space is what is known as the void. And so anything that is create, anything and everything that is created has to come from a nothingness. So having you in that space and allowing you to be a vessel of the void to then be able to speak through, you know, like that's, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I love the surrender part Mm -hmm. because before we even started talking on, on air here, uh, we were talking about her process and just trusting Mm -hmm. what comes in and that being a big part of it. And Mm -hmm. really a lot of times in order to trust, you have to surrender to something and, and believe that this is, you know for, you know, this is, this is something here. I just have to trust I it. I just have to trust it. Because it's easy not to trust something oh my that God, seems it's like it's so embarrassing. Out yeah, because it can feel so embarrassing. It's that fear. That, it's still mm. that, that thing like she's just making shit up and she's just so, you know, it's like that. It's really that ego death that you have to go through every time you do this work. You just have to put your ego aside. Because I know ego helps a lot in this third dimensional reality of navigating spaces and like that balancing. But when you do this this work, it's really humbleness and humility. Like I have to be okay with you thinking, well, she's a fraud. I have to be okay with you thinking that this is bullshit. Like I have to be okay. Like my ego can't have to prove that to you. My spirit just has to be like, okay, well then it doesn't resonate. That's fine. And I'm okay. And I had to come through. I had to constantly kill that part of my, like that, that, or not kill, but like really balance that part of my ego and be like, okay, this is not where we work. The ego, this is not your space. This is, Mm. we're not working here. You know, you don't serve a function in this space. Yes. And then, so talking to my ego, like this is not where your function is me getting ready and looking cute, you know? That's the way we work, ego. Yeah. <laughs> Me walking into spaces. But not when I'm doing this work. That's when I'm like completely surrendering. And and I love how you said the nothingness because that's literally what they tell me over and over again. It's nothing, like nothingness, nothingness. And it was like this the blackness and like the darkest space. And then out of nowhere, shit just comes up. And it's like volcanic. And yes. It, and it's this, and, and then out of nowhere, I'm running around and I'm burning up. And it's so funny because right now I'm feeling burning up because I feel like they're trying to come in and talk. <laughs> And it's so funny because I have this rule was like when I'm on my period, I don't do any work. So they kind of, they actually do respect that. They do. But I feel they're like, no, but we have stuff to say. So I may be going into a trance in a minute because I can feel it's happening. (laughs) Well, that's fascinating to me, really, because Mm -hmm. one of the... Uh, so when we met for the second time <laughs> yes. after our, after our garage sale rendezvous, uh, she had, she was just like, "Oh, Mel, I was I, I was in a work with some uh, client and I was doing some channeling for them and something came through for you." Yes. And I was like, "Oh, okay, well, do tell." Um, and so she starts to bring up about a, like a kind of a past life uh, mm-hmm. vision of me as uh, someone who was super into uh, Socrates. I remember yes. you saying that and yes. was like very philosophical and. In particular, she had described me in this particular, this, this poet, I like to call it like a poet's hat. It's like one of those big kind of disc hats and it had a feather. And so it blew my mind because unbeknownst to her in the moment, in that moment, I've only had one dream in my life that, uh, I mean, I dream all the time. I'm an avid dreamer, but I've only had one solid dream where I'm like, that was a past life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
And she basically described it to me, down to the damn hat. And I just, like, looked at her like, what? How do you? But I, it was so cool in the moment because something that I knew in my own self. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because I actually attributed the figure that you said was me as someone else in my dream. Mm-hmm. Even to, even someone I know in real life now, I'm like, you're that guy. That, yeah. well, that was us in the past life. But when you said that that was me, that actually made even more sense yeah. that I was having that conversation with myself yeah. in, in the dream. And it was so magical. There were wolves. Yeah. I was in robes. Yeah, you were like regal. In the 16th. You were very regal. It was regal. super regal. Um, you were really dope. I and, think you were one of the first astronomers as well. Like something I'll like, take it. Yeah, like, it was really powerful. <laughs> whatever you were, yeah, you were it, dope. And and that dream was fantastic. I'll yeah. never forget it. And so to have her mm-hmm. out of nowhere open up her her Virgo notebook, <laughs> all writing, and it just says Mel, and like, and it, she was right on, and like she didn't know me at all. No. And we actually went into a little session after there was where I was dealing with some things, and like she was out the gate telling me all types of things that she could not know, but were totally right on point. And so it's like. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. And and I'm I'm one of those people that get excited about it. And I, I'm like, I I'm like yeah. <laughs> but I can see where other people would be like, hold on. Yeah. That's invasive. Yeah. Or that's mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. Or I, I, I can't wrap my logical yeah. mind around yeah. it. And so mm-hmm. do you encounter people like that in, in your work that come to you? Or is it usually people that come to you that are just completely open? Oh, they, uh, most, if not all, like, open. Like if they're coming and that's the rule I have. Yes. Because people were like, I want to send this person to you. And I said, no, they have to be ready because literally I will shut down too. Like I won't even like, there's times I've told people, I'm like, no, like I won't even work with them because I don't even feel it. So, which is, um, which is interesting. You say that like the, uh, um, invasiveness is what my fear is. Like, I don't ever want to invade because as a child, I used to read people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. I used to know people's affairs, everything, not on purpose, but it just come through and it made me so uncomfortable. And it was like, that person will look at me like they knew I was reading their mind, but not trying to. Yeah. So it was something I begged that like, please take that away. Like only if they want me to do that, then I will do it. But the more open you are, the more I can get, which is, those are my most favorite sessions. Those people who are a little more apprehensive and scared, they're probably the, they're like, you know, they we get something, but not as much. And then my clients who come see me, like have seen me, like one who's like my friend now who's seen me for six, six years. Oh my God. When she first started seeing me, I mean, she was just my massage therapist. I was just massaging. I was doing trigger point therapy on her. She was just close up, Capricorn. Just like, <laughs> really? Like, no, this is it. This is, it. I mean, just so, and I'm like, and my mind, no, no shit. I was always like, why did the guides put us together? This makes no sense. Like, and I, you know, my Virgo me, me, like, this makes no sense. I don't know why this is happening. No, should you not? I really, I'm like goat sitting for her now. Like, did you say goat sitting? Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you look on her page, we did have the goat on there for a sec. But she has, and the funny thing was when I was working on her, she would tell me about her ex-boyfriend who was into all this shit. And she's like, it makes no sense. And then for me to do channelings for her and find out her past life was in Atlanta and she's from Greece and now she has all these crystals. Like you get what I said? So even me, I, again, I can't judge the situation. I just have to trust that the guides give me to give you or send me your way or send you my way. I just have to trust that there's something that's coming out of this and it's just going to make sense. And here this beautiful relationship that I'm telling you, when I first met, her, I was like, this isn't going to last. Yeah. Like, this is not, and it is lasted. And I done past. I never thought 
If you would have told, if I would have told myself then, you know, do a past life reading on her, on her in five years, I'd have laughed and like, you're a fucking psycho. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is not even gonna, we're not gonna see each other after this. So it's really, and it changed. And so that's why I get excited with the people who are like really open. And, and then people who are really doing the work, mm-hmm. dude, we can do some really cool shit together. Yeah. Like one of the ones who she's been doing psychotropic medicines. Um, she's been doing a lot of her work. Um, she, uh, she, she it was the only and first person I actually did a past life set. Like I intentionally went in. Mm-hmm. We're doing a past. That's the first time. I don't usually do that. When I work on people, they tell me what's going on. I never. But her and I, I said, okay, I'm going to actually use the crystals that I know are for past lives. I'm going to, I actually took control of the situation. This is the first time I did. And of course I had guidance help me because guidance actually said yes. When she asked me to do this, I said yes. This was the most in-depth past life I've ever seen. Like the one I was telling you, like when, you know, where they said where Palestine is now. Like, Oh, yes. Like, uh, even to the picture, y'all. Like I was watching a documentary the other day. I described to her what I saw. I was like, I don't know. I see a river and trees, but there's a desert in the back. Like I never seen this in my life. I was watching a documentary and they're like, this is the Nile River and this is the only part where there's trees. And I'm like, what the? I took a picture of it and sent it to her. I'm like, dude, this is exactly what I saw. So those are those moments that are really cool. So when people are really doing the work, mm-hmm. that's when we get some real, I mean, that's when I get like the best. And that's what gives me my like, ah. but then the people who are like, you know, skeptical, it's really little because I don't want to be too invasive and I don't want to, I don't want to be like a psychotropic medicine. I don't want to be like shrooms for them or like ayahuasca for them, but don't get me wrong. I, I can, we can do that, but I won't do that because that to me is so invasive and too much. Yeah. So, it, so really what it is, is I'm respecting that person where they're coming to me. I meet you where you are at. Yes. There's, you know, that's it. Yeah. Exactly. I meet you where you are at, you know? So that's, so again, my ego has to be put aside because my ego could be like, nope, I can do that. You know, I can and, do all this. Yeah. We could do this. And it's like. And, and a part of myself, you know, sometimes, you know, gets that way. Like back in the day, you used to get that way when you had your, your skeptics and they would insult you or making fun of you or whatever. And I'm like, no, oh my God, get on my table. I want to make you cry. Like I want to, I want to. And it's like, no, that's not what I'm about. That's a, uh, okay, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's your, that's your Saturn and uh, Scorpio. Oh yeah, that's my Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm like, I'm going to take you to the underworld. I'm going to make you pay for this shit. <laughs> And you're like, wait, that's not what we're doing. Yeah, here. yeah. And so I had to like really, you know, so that, that's what it is. I just have to be like, you, if this is what you want, then I can help you. But it only, but you have to want, want that. that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what's, that's again, this is why this work is hard because I've seen people, I've seen really bad scenarios come out. Like I'm telling them like, look, let's, let's do this. Like, if you just trust me, hold my hand, we can do this. And they won't take that leap. I've seen very, very bad scenarios happen. Mm. And I'm, I'm talking like really bad, like, like sad stories, tragic stories, because they were scared to take that leap, mm. you know? And it wasn't because of me. It wasn't like I had that ability. Yeah. I'm, they had it, it within them. Yeah. I, you know, they showed me, my guide showed me this is what it could do, but they need to take these steps. And then so, so those are heartbreaking. Again, I have to. I have to dis- is it dis- disassociate yeah. yourself with it. Because, I have to. Yeah. And I have to just be like, this is their own journey. Because exactly. Like, it's yeah. the individual's choice. It's not mine. And yeah. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. You're there to facilitate yes. the help if needed yes. or if desired or asked for. However, yeah. if not, then there's only so much that you can do. Yeah. Yes. It's I, I 
I see what you're saying. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. And so, and that's why we, you know, attract the people we do because yeah. usually like attracts like. And mm-hmm. so we're not going to get these situations as often. Yeah. But they can come because yeah. especially when people are curious, mm-hmm. curious enough to mm-hmm. want to know more, but resistant enough to not yeah. be able to <laughs> yeah. fully take yeah. on, you know, what what's happening there. Um, so now when you talk about taking the leap, because I think this could be a good way to like jump into the interdimensional yes. aspect of it <laughs> all. The OA, <laughs> the OA aspect as we, as we talk about it, um, which I still haven't made past uh-huh. season two's episode one. So don't give it away. <laughs> I won't say anything. Um, but that's essentially like similar type of stuff. Yeah. Right. It's that that leaping. It is that jump in, which is why I resonate. It's so funny because I'll be honest, I didn't like season one at all. I was really disappointed. And everyone who watched the OA was like, but this is your shit. Like, and I love Britt Marley. Like, I'm Marling. I really do. uh, My favorite movie is uh, I Origin. She makes. I I highly Mm -hmm. recommend watching that. Um, uh, but anyways, um, but in the OA, the second season really like hit deep. And I was like, this is it. This, this is just, a, I mean, this is a fraction of it. Like, this is not even, but it was something that made enough sense. And yes. the, and it's so funny, the end of it, I'm not saying it any, but I'm just saying the end of it, a lot of people are like, wait, what? But when it ended the way it was, I was like, yes! Like, I'm like, oh my, yes, yes, yes! Like, it was like, holy shit! This woman is, like, acting like she don't know this shit, but she's like, you know, I try to watch her interviews, so like, I'm like, stop, you cannot write this shit and not believe Leave this it stuff. Like, yeah. you cannot write this stuff. And and I even see the actors that she has, and they play similar roles over and over. Like, for you to be doing this stuff, there's got, there's a level of consciousness and awareness. And, and that's why I love Shirley MacLaine. Even as a little girl, I was so drawn oh, to her. She's fabulous. She is I love Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> and I remember my mom back in the day. I'm sorry, mom, throwing shade. Because my mom's like, oh, my God, don't bring up my old self. But a Leo as well. My mom is a Leo. <laughs> Fucking love her. She's the best. From Harlem. Dope as fuck. But she was like, oh, that woman's so weird. But as a child, I wanted to watch every Shirley MacLaine. Something felt like, I'm like, whoever this woman is gets me. No shit. As yeah. a child, I loved her. I didn't know anything of her. My mom wouldn't let me watch anything, but I always wanted to. And when I got older, I was like, I'm watching Shirley MacLaine and everything. And then to find out, she all talks about past lives openly, in public. Yeah. She's like, oh, I had a past life. And I don't know. You know, I'm like, dude, this woman's amazing. So I'm looking for more people like Shirley MacLaine, who's just, who really, <laughs> like, I want to read her chart. And like, yeah. with, like who owns her awareness, you know, where Britt Marley is like, oh, you know, I met this person with a near-death experience. I'm like, come on, come on. Stop, Brit. Like, so for you to write this complexity, and that's why I believe sometimes people are channeling because this is literally the stuff that I'm doing. So yeah, so with the interdimensional um, um, uh, channeling, which is like, you know, a little bit. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of quantum leaping, where you can like jump into these other parallel. Or yeah, I mean, it makes me think of the old show. Remember quantum leaping? You know, yeah. I never. I don't think I've ever seen that show. I don't know. I I thought isn't there a movie called Quantum Leap? There might. There might yeah. have been a movie made. Yeah, I don't think too. I've ever seen yeah, it. He basically every episode it would start with him leaping into like a new time and space. And yeah, like, and having to you know go through some things. Sometimes he'd be dressed as a woman. You know. Like, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So it's so so of course it's not that cool. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I'm definitely not doing the OA shit. Um, um, but I, but my, but I do notice my dreams are like that. Like I can tell when I, I'm a lucid dreamer. I'm also an astral projector. Like I do a lot of this. And like I said, and I said to you earlier, people even say I go into their dreams. I give them messages. I help, you know, um, 
and then some days I, I may have had dreams or people will share dreams, you know? And so, um, so I, that's where, again, I learned a lot of my stuff was through, I'm like, this isn't a dream. This was something real. This was a real life thing. Like, you know, and so a lot of times in my dreams, I, I started to develop a thing where I would go to Mira to see who I was. I'm like, okay. And then I would know what is going on. Like, okay, this is, so I brought that into this life. So I learned a way to like do that in this realm awake, but mm-hmm. like get myself into that space where I can jump to that person's life. So mm-hmm. I have jumped into people's scenarios and I'm like, hey, I saw this vision. I don't know if this is past life. And this is where it gets tricky, y'all, because not all the time will I know this is a past life. Not all the time will I know it's intergenerational traumas or transgenerational. So this is where I'm still trying to perfect this because I will jump somewhere and I would explain a scenario and I'm like, I don't know if this is a metaphor, but back in the day I thought it was a metaphor. But the person's like, no, that is exactly what happened to me. Mm. Like, this is what I went through, you know, but I showed up to them in that reality and I changed, like I started to change um, the energy around it. Like it, it was like a trauma. So I, and the reason I learned how to do this was through my own healing. So, and well, and this is an important piece because yeah. I'm just going to throw in a little astro here real yeah. quick, just because I'm noticing this um, with a couple of people that I know uh, in Anhalana as well that have um, Chiron in, in Gemini mm-hmm. there and the North Node. So the, bo- both of those positions there. And really Chiron's known as that wo- wounded healer yeah. or what I would like to think of, of, of healing um, through maybe hard-earned wisdom mm-hmm. to some extent. Yeah. But through that, through that hard-earned <laughs> wisdom, we then are able to share that with yes. other people. And especially you North Nodes in Gemini, like there's so many of you seem to be, to me, uh, messengers in some way and being able, especially Mercury, because yeah. Mercury is the only planet or the only God that was able to traverse between, uh, you know, the the earthly realm and, and, and Hades so down cool. below. <laughs> so just the very nature of Mercury in itself yeah. is an interdimensional traveler to some extent, (laughs) you know, because he can go from place to place. And so symbolically that didn't surprise me and it ties in a lot to the story that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say real quick though about Shirley MacLaine because I had to look it up, right? Yes, you looked so damn, you're good. (laughs) So we we just had to get in there real quick. I love it. And so Shirley MacLaine, A, she has a moon in Virgo. So no wonder your your Virgo (laughs) pants were like, I like that. Uh Um, But it's conjunct uh, mystical Neptune. So her moon in Virgo, even though it's that practical space, mm-hmm. was was very tight with, with Neptune. And also, she has a sun in Taurus, oh. like uh, conjunct uh, Uranus and Mars, which is huh. interesting because I was yeah, talking, you about, were talking about that, Mars, yes. And, yeah, so <laughs> Um, and she has a very dreamy Venus in Pisces. Yes. So we can see why maybe she might be talking about past lives I love there. her. Oh, my God. I love her so, so much. Yeah. Yes. Well, FYI. That's so good. I'm serious. I love that you pulled that up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really, I mean, I love how you said it again, like going back to astrology, how it's helped me really embrace my gifts. So I literally, um, encourage a lot of y'all to do this. I get your, your, um, birth chart reading through Mel. (laughs) Um, because when you find out these positions in your charts, you find out like 
I'm not crazy, you know, because we're really scared to jump into this because of society. Um, it's like, oh, no, you're crazy. Like, you can do this. You know, you can jump into other spaces and change energy. I mean, that sounds crazy. But when other people are coming back to you and like, oh, my God, my life has changed or like this has helped me so much. Like, it doesn't make sense. And you, and you're, you can't make sense of it. But astrology helps you understand these placements of your chart to embrace that part of yourself. Like, yeah. oh, that makes sense. It makes sense why I'm never scared of the underworld. It makes sense why my goddess Neftis is an underworld goddess. Like that's one of my symbols. Um, how I want a Grim Reaper tattooed on me, you know, and like I like Santa Muerte or, or, or yeah. Like these are like, you know, people, you know, always have made this like a bad, uh, you know, if I, if I, let society tell me these were bad imageries or I was scared. I would never really have stepped into my yes, power is what, you know, exactly. what I'm trying to say. So astrology allows you to step into your power because it tells you, well, this makes sense. Yeah. This, I mean, and it, it makes, you know, for us who needs to make sense, because there's parts of me that sometimes need that, but, um, but I can't always make sense of it, but astrology helps you to make sense of that. Yeah. And so when you, when you say these things, it's, it's validating for me to be like, oh, that makes sense that I'm an interdimensional worker and, and, and all the channelings I got. And it's just nice to hear that because it encourages me to keep on doing the work. Because if I stop doing my work, then I'm going to stop helping other people who can do step into their magic and then their Yeah, power. it's a chain yeah, it's reaction. A chain yes. Yeah, it's So, so embrace mm-hmm. your crazy and the weird little things, you know, <laughs> especially if it's coming from a loving space. You yes. know, everything, you know, I'm a donation-based energy worker. So I'm not even trying to do this for money. Like if I'm donation based, like it's not, this is literally a place that I'm, I'm like, look, I just want the world to free itself from their, from their limitations, from, from, I mean, this society like really stops us from stepping into our power and our magic. So if I can do it in this weird way of jumping through inner dimensions, talking to your parallel selves, talking to multiverses, and I do, I mean, I see your multiverses. There's a branch off. What happens is when we don't live our truth and we deny that, that part of us branches off because there's another part of us that did decide to go down that Uh. lane. And so I can jump to those people to get um, guidance. So this is why people are like, oh, is this my guides? Is this my higher self? I'm like, it's not that easy, y'all. It's really complex. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is guides. Sometimes it is ancestors. Sometimes it's you from another life. Sometimes it's you from the multiverse. Sometimes it's your higher self. Like, it's not that easy. But when I'm in that space, it makes sense. Like, if you've ever done psychotropic medicines, a lot of people tell me, like, it makes sense. I can't explain it. Yeah. That's myself, too. When I'm in there channeling for y'all, ah, man, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I come out, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit, I need help. That's when I call for higher guidance because I'm like, yeah, it made sense when I was in it, but but now I have to. I explain this. So that's, that's it's, yeah. it's a whole different, yeah. I understand what you're saying there. And especially <laughs> with this whole talk, you yeah. started it with like, excuse me with my words. Yeah. If they don't come out that way. Yeah. Um, and, and I totally get that. Like I have a similar thing with charts. Yeah. Sometimes I'll look at the chart and I just understand the yes. whole thing, especially if it's a mundane chart and it's about an event that happened or something in the moment. Yes. I get it. But having to then, explain that mm-hmm. <laughs> in words that, you know, help to comprise that yes. complete understanding yes. that is more of a, it's not an intellectual yes. thing. It is yes. just a, that's a download in itself. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. And then trusting again, the higher guidance, because there's times that I've done channeling, so I bagged up my guidance like, okay, 
please help me make sense of this because this is not going to make sense when I say it. Like I, you know, so, and they have helped me and, and most times it is successful. And, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm still, I'm still, I'm always going to be a student. I'm always going to be learning this. I'm yeah. never going to perfect this, but as long as I keep doing this and keep trusting and keep humbling and, and, and just knowing that, okay, it may not make sense now, but it will make sense later. You know, like it's okay. Like I just keep on doing it. And I encourage y'all to do that with your magic as well. Like it doesn't make sense, but keep doing it. It's the same thing with my teas. Like I didn't know, like when I put herbs together, it gives me anxiety because I'm like, there's nothing else like, like confirming this, but this, this tea, this herb wants to be in this tea. And I just have to trust that there's a reason for that. The same thing with crystals. I have put crystals on people. I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. Like this crystal doesn't do this. And then later on, it's like, oh shit. Like that's why. So there's really, again, you have to, um, in, in this work and what I do, I just have to really step back. Like I have to constantly just, just step back and not, you know, I have my baselines of how I do things. Like, okay, I have my tools. My tools are crystals, um, uh, cigars and rum, sometimes other, um, limpia tools, just in case they don't want to use cigars and rum, they want to use something else. And then my sprays and then, um, some like chimes or something. Like I have these things that they've given to me and like maracas, like a, um, sound, but I'm not always going to use all those tools. Mm -hmm. So they've given me these like baselines. They've given me these things like, okay, if you don't get any message, we're going to start with them on their stomach, laying face down, and you're going to start at their feet. You know, now they've been changing it that I'm going to her head, back and, you know, so, so what I'm saying is like, they'll give you baselines and then things will change. Like, well, then it's a creative process yeah. from mm-hmm. that point forward. Like it's not, it, well, in our very topic alone that we're talking about is not linear in yeah, any it's way, not. right? It's not. And <sighs> so it makes sense that your practice would kind of um, align with that same principle. Yeah. It's like you, you are not going to do the same thing over and over because, you know, each person is not the same person no. either. And that's probably part of the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so doing this work, it's just like, I'm working with different energies. I'm working with different understandings I'll be using examples of things I'm like why am I using this like like I remember when I did a channeling for this person whose um, partner passed away and I for some reason I just wouldn't believe he was coming through because he came through so quick and I was just like whoa like dude what the fuck I mean he came through and she came to the shop so let, let me just give you an example of like a weird like how I have to surrender I'm at the shop to meet up with her and her sister who's picking up a tea, which again, we were closed. We weren't even supposed to meet up. And then she's like, oh, I'm with my sister. Her husband just, you know, passed away. And so I was like, oh, okay. So we meet up. The sister, you can feel she was really distant. She was just not like really wanting to be at the shop. She didn't really believe this stuff. And he came through and I'm like, oh, fuck. You're like, and I, I was wasn't like, ready for this. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm making this up. This is it. And he's like, no, I'm Tony. And he like showed me him hugging her. And usually y'all, when I channel names, they're the hardest. Names are the hardest for me to understand. And I don't always get them right or color. Like, you know, it's like variations of colors. Like when I told you like royal blue or something, you're like, oh, but I saw purple. I mean, they uh, look so yeah. close and similar. But like all this stuff was happening and I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to tell this woman I'm seeing this because she's really apprehensive. But then he told me to give her these teas. I gave it to her for free. I gave her these teas and these crystals. And then I mentioned energy work and he's telling her and I'm telling him, I'm talking to him. I literally had to keep on walking away. And my partner knew something was going on. He's like, she's leaving. Like, cause he knows me. Yes, like, he knows. Yeah, what's going on. He, yeah. And I'm like, what? cause I'm like, oh my God, I'm like going through this channeling. I'm like, this is, ah. and 
he's writing everything off. He's like, just convince her. Convince her to come see you. She needs to come see you. I need to talk to her. And I was like, okay. So I like, I'm like, ah, energetically putting it out. I feel out. like you're in like a ghost scenario <laughs> right now. Oh like you're yeah. living the movie Ghost. <laughs> I just, oh my God. I have to rewatch that movie. I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Oh my God, that's a long time ago. So, um, so I, she ends up, so I get a text message the next day and they're like, Hey, we want to see you. And I'm like, oh my God, holy shit. Like, I didn't think she was going to come see. And I'm like getting really anxious. I'm like, okay, please don't come through, dude. Cause, but I journaled it, y'all. I journaled it because I'm like, something's going to come through. So I journaled and I said everything. Sure enough, I see her that day. The motherfucker comes through and I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, nope, I don't believe it's you. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite color is purple. I, I love cars. Um, like he was telling me all these random, he's like, tell her, tell her card games. I love card games. Or, you know, I don't know. You know, right now, like, y'all, it's hard for me to recall. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's very in the moment. It's really in the moment. Guys, I still didn't want to tell her this. So we come through and I'm talking and, uh, and he's just pestering me and I'm like, Finally, I'm like, okay, I need to just let my ego go. I'm going to make myself look like a fool right now. I'm going to embarrass myself to a mourning mother, a mother yeah. and, you know, a wife, a, a wife but who has a mother of two kids. So I think he came through. And then I started to say, and she just bursted out in tears. I'm like, oh, no, is this tears of, like, I'm right? And she's like, his color is purple, and I fucking hate a purple. He loves card games. He collects cars. And, like, she's just saying everything. I'm like, shit. And he's like, I told you. I told him. I'm like, oh, he's doing this now. And she laughs. She's like, oh, my God, that's what he does. And I said, well, what's his name? She's like, Anthony. I'm like, Oh, because didn't you say Tony? Or, yeah, and yeah. I said, he told me Tony. She's like, I don't know why he always did that. She said, he always introduced himself as Tony. We called him Anthony. And so I pulled out my journal, and I opened up to the day, and I looked, and I slid it over, and she just like, oh, my God. She's like, I never believed in this shit. And then that's when I told her about, like, he told, you know, he's like, don't, you know, don't give away this shell. Like, and so you have to understand, y'all, like, when this stuff happens, it's just you have to surrender. Like, but again, I was blocking it because I was just— to me, it couldn't, like, it was happening so quick. Like, there's no way. Like, how am I getting this channeling out of nowhere? Like, this woman wasn't open to me energetically, but he comes through. So, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's never going to think or seem like what you think it is. Mm-hmm. It's never going to. So, you just have to always go in it, which is why I'm glad I don't remember a lot of things. Because not all the times can I compare it to things. Yeah. I'm just in the moment. Yeah. You know? It's not even like you can like build up <laughs> yeah. like the, because every case scenario is going to be so different yeah. that uh, you'll get experience from it, but you can't necessarily draw no. on the same uh, conclusions or no. approach each time. No, 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 yeah. no. And, and like I said, you have your base, you have your similar stuff. Like I said, I do my similar, you know, this is where like I usually place crystals. This is where, how I do usually my limpias. But until something else tells me, no, you're changing it, then I'll change it out. But when it comes to channeling, there's still not a, <laughs> a method to my madness. There's still interdimensional. It's, that is still something I'm humbling, having to like, like really surrender constantly. And, and this is the hardest because I do feel like this is something they're trying to make stronger and stronger, which is scarier for me right now because mm-hmm. I don't have any, I don't have any footing. Like yeah. I don't, I don't have anything to fall on, but interdimensionally it's becoming more and more like it's becoming more of a, um, more of a thing where like I even see like uh, someone's like future like I remember I told this person like oh is this what you do for a living and she looked at me like no but that's 
something I want to yeah. do. And I said, well, they'd show me being successful at it. And I just told her the whole thing or past, like a past thing, you know, where I was like, oh, they show me as you a mortician. And she laughed. She's like, I actually wanted to be a mortician. They're like, well, they kind of want you to do that still. Like, you know, and then past life things when, you know, so it's like, I'm still trying. I, when I'm doing these travelings, I'm still trying to figure out where I'm at. Like yeah. when I'm seeing things, I'm still trying to, like, I'm in a space. I'm like, okay. Like, even like looking at your space, I would think I'm in a 1970s room if I'm interdimensional yeah. in a space. <laughs> but it could just be a parallel self. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I, I'm still learning. Like, give me more. Like, I, I, you know, I need to, how do I know? Because I really want to be clear, concise. But again, that could be my ego. And I yeah. need to let that go. Yeah. You know? Like, if, it, if, it, if they need to know, they'll know. Yeah. My guides will make it you know, or their guide. So yeah, this work is a, <laughs> it's a journey in You've itself. Yeah, about it. you're yeah. Like, oh. Well, now I find it interesting. The whole point, like you brought up earlier with the, like, say someone skips their, um, or either chooses a decision yes. that doesn't fall in line with their truth yes. or, or evades the decision by maybe mm. being an indecision. Because when you don't make a choice, you are also making a choice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we tend to forget that. Yeah. Um, so now, how how would you work with a space Ooh. like that, or can we reconnect that? Can we yes. do like can yes. we retravel or back up? Or yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> no spoilers, but um, Adventures End Game did a really good experience. <laughs> about that. Yes, they did. They actually did. They explained something. It was so funny. I had a hard time understanding it over and over again because I was like, "Am I trying to make?" Because they, they're they making sense of what I know. Yeah. So I didn't understand it for a while until I kept on watching every movie breakdown of it. Because that's me. I'm, I get obsessive of like certain things and I watch. And finally, I watched something. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, that's what I do. That's exactly what I do. You know, because it, it kind of scared me for a second. I'm like, shit. Because I think you and I even talked about this. Like, am I fucking up other like parallels? Am I? Oh, yes. Within that, like, yeah. That actually scared me after we talked. Oh. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, here I am so scared to do this work because I don't want to. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, here I am yeah. in the parallel universes and multiverses, like fucking shit up. Like, <laughs> and I'm probably. But I'm like, what do I know? I know. You know I'm, I'm just throwing scenarios out there. And you're like, mm, okay, yeah. well, well when you did, when you said something, because uh, the example of my partner. Uh, so, so I told Mel that I, I get premonitions and I get things that they tell me. And they kept on showing my partner passing away at a very young age, at 33 years old. He's coming up on 32, 33. So, yeah, she's like, not yeah. <laughs> you know, Even though they told me everything's good, but you know, energy changes. And as channelers and readers, we read from what the, we're reading yes. from the energy at that moment. Right. Okay, so that's why things can change, which even when I did a channeling for someone a month ago and I told her all this stuff, she came um, this past week and she's like, is this the same? I'm like, no, actually it changed. That's not the same anymore, you know? So you have to be very flexible because when you shift something, you're shifting a lot of energetic things. But this is why I'm, 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 I'm curious about this in astrology, how this works and how y'all even read things. But so my partner, I, I, I saw that he was passing, he would pass away young and it would be, it would make me cry. And it always make me cry because I was preparing myself to lose him. And then he went to do ayahuasca and the second time and out of nowhere, they showed me he's not going to die young anymore. It just changed. Energetically, I felt it. The timeline started shifting. Everything started shifting. I was like, what the fuck? And he came back from ayahuasca and he's like, babe, I died in ayahuasca, but they told me that if I continue on the path I'm, uh, I was, I was going to die at 33, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. So 
so when I was talking to Mel the other day and we were talking about this, um, it triggered something in me that got me scared that, oh my God, if I'm fucking with people's parallels and multiverses, am I like causing more catastrophes? Like, what am I doing? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where I'm thinking I'm healing things. And, and, and again, um, but once again, it comes back to the trust mm-hmm, because it's yeah. like, you don't get to see the outcome. You're working with the energy in the moment. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, so it's, it's just trusting like whatever they're bringing me at, I'm coming from a place of like love and humility that I'm not coming from an ego place. I'm not trying to, I'm fixing what you're telling me I can fix right now. So, and, and this goes back to me doing this work on me. So example, y'all. So I would jump back to my lives where I was, you know, cause I'm a, a sexual um, assault. Um, I've been through sexual assault and, and rape and I would jump into those past and to those um, um, times and I would talk to myself after it would happen. Mm. And then I would change scenarios. And then I would talk to the person who did it. And I kept on changing it and changing mm. it. But it actually started to change me. And then I started to feel like, did that even happen anymore? Like, it started to feel like a distant memory. Interesting. Yes, yes, but yes. That's why I just got chills thinking about yes. that. Yes. <laughs> even, even in a scenario that I used to tell the story over and over, how I moved to San Diego with negative $500 in my account. And I kept on telling the story. And it was... And now, because I jump back to that time of when I was in that scarcity, when I was like, when I didn't have any money or anything like that, I kept on jumping back to her and like doing energy healing on her. And now I'm like, is that even true? Is that even, mm. is that even a true story? Because I've changed it so much going back to it. So I've changed so many. So, uh, so I, I hope y'all are following me. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is when I jump into these parallels and in these moments, um, there is something happening in your in yourself that is changing, and um, um, so it got me scared. But I also had to trust that, like, okay, maybe I don't have a I don't have a, no understanding to quantum physics or anything like that. <laughs> Only through movies, <laughs> like, a, but but um, but there's definitely something happening, and so I do a call out to those those fractured selves. So at the end of at the end of all, most of all my sessions, I do a call out to any fractured cells, fractal cells of ours that want to come back into the body mm. to re to to reunite. I I make a, a a bubble like an energetic bubble that clears that energy. So I do the healing and then I bring them into that bubble. Mm-hmm. So so a lot so a lot of people have come to me like, oh my god, this feels weird. I feel whole. Like I feel like like you know, there's this like weird like what the fuck? Like they just feel like. Like you put me together. How does one girl stop me? Like, I don't know. It made, it made, it feel like you put pieces of me back together. So I'm doing this call out, like, come back. Cause you lose that part of yourself. So, so example through trauma, I'm sorry, I spit <laughs> through trauma. Um, a part of you leaves. So when you're traumatized, when you're going through a traumatic event and energetic, that's why we disassociate. Again, mm-hmm. this is why I want to work with the dis- DID um, because you disassociate. You yeah. jump out of your body because you can't handle that moment, moment. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a call out to that dis- and bring him back to that and, um, try to, and try to heal. Now, understand that all of them are going to come back because they're not ready to heal. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is why, you know, this it's is case by case. This is case really. by case, you know. Um 
But, but again, these these fractal these are fractal energies. So again, is this interdimensional? Maybe not. This is a different energy I'm working with. That's why I'm saying what I do is so complex. It's not just interdimensions. Now I'm dealing with energies. Yeah. Now I'm dealing with things that look like ghosts and demons, and um, which is another a whole other a whole other bag of tricks. That is, well, you know what I was thinking when you said that about bringing pieces back together mm-hmm. and like helping. Uh, others become more whole. Like that really speaks to having the the Taurus ascendant Mm. and the Taurus moon because essentially that is uh, governed by Venus, which Venus's principal nature is to unite and bring together in in whole. Like that's like that's it's a unity principle. And so you having, you know, Venus and Virgo there, Uh um, which we'd normally be like, oh well that's in its its fall there to work well, but but it's actually working in a totally different Different way. way. Oh my and a healing way too, if you think about it with Virgo just in general, because it's being of service to others to help bring others back into whole. Um, but it has to be done because they're not. It's not like yeah. so that's actually fascinating on a couple levels for me as you're as you're talking about that and I'm piecing it all together. Oh my God. Um so yeah. that is I would venture to say you know a very strong part of your gift is actually that part of bringing the the whole you know together oh my god so, and it's so funny too because I always I always said like um I used to admire Mother Teresa back in the day um um, and she's a Virgo, I think, as well. I think I think, I think you so. might be right yeah. about that. If and, not, she seems like she yeah. Like, of course, I'm looking it up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so um, the, the reason I say that is because I always felt like my duty is to the world. Like mm. I never wanted to be in relationships because if you got in the way of my mission, I don't want anything to do with you. Literally, is like how I see relationships and everything. Like if you're getting in the way of my mission, I can't. Like, do not, you know, and that's another starseed thing too as well. But so relationships don't, um, intimate relationships, none of that matter to me. Like, not, 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 not yeah. that sounded so cold. But what I'm saying is it's not like a lot of times people are like, oh, I just want to meet the love of my life. Like, yeah. Well, some I, people, that's just yeah, their, that's their thing. Their thing. <laughs> but that's not my thing. Yeah. And so jokingly, I always joked when I found out I was Virgo and Venus, I was like, well, of course, because I'm like, whatever. Like, I, like I'm, I'm Mother Teresa. Like, I joked around like, yes. you know, I'm and like And she devoted. was a Virgo, actually. <laughs> she was a Virgo. And funny, funny, she had a Taurus moon. Oh, my like, God. Oh my god! And Sag rising. Yes, wow. Know, so that's what the mothers work with. Yeah. So, so it may, you know. So for me, I always felt like my my love and what and my children is like this work. So, yeah, but that's so cool in an energetic sense of like bringing things whole. So yeah. So I do a call out to those fractal energies. So those are those are other energies. So when we deny ourselves, are those traumas become our little what you call demons? They mm-hmm. they can spawn off to something else. And 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 these are the underworlds. So these are the people I'm coming to in the underworld that are suffering. Um, I'll find them in fetal positions, crying like that part of themselves that mm-hmm. were just not nurtured, that trauma in themselves, and and loving them and telling them it's okay. And even with people who've done things that they don't forgive themselves, um, which. Again, my work can be controversial because if I'm working with someone who is someone who's done what something that we would yeah. be like, that's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, I'm. My thing is, and this is one thing I pulled from my military. My, my one thing that's not true. You pull everything from all your experiences. But yes. I was in the military. I was a hospital corpsman, and the one thing they taught us is we're neutral. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I am not neutral when it comes to my politics, but what I'm saying is I'm neutral when it comes to healing. Healing, yeah. Because, again, there's that ego. If you come to me for healing and you really want to do the work, I don't give a fuck what you did at that point. I'm here to heal you because we need to heal that because those fractal energies are causing traumas everywhere else. Your, your, Your interdimensional being is causing chaos and we need to like... We need to hone that down. We need to heal those fractals. We need to heal all that. And I know it sounds so bizarre, but if we don't heal that, you're causing other shit. You're you're causing a ripple effect yes. through the multiverses, through those universes. And we need a like. Oh, and so I mean, my mind is just blown right now because I'm thinking about all the ripple effects that are spawning off of so many of us. Yes. Uh, and, yes. and we wonder why the world looks the way yes. it does. It's a reflection of us. We're a mirror of each of ourselves. um, It's this word, the Native Americans, of course, I'm going to butcher it, but it's called (laughs) Wetiko, Wetiko. And it's the illness. It's the psychological illness we all carry. So when we talk bad about someone else, we're just talking about the mirror of ourselves. Yes. You know? And again, it's that ego. It's that, like, recognizing. Again, in the OA, there was that beautiful scene where Britt Marley, first season, so I'm not spoiling it. (laughs) But for me, at least. I, I know for you at least. So sorry if I'm, I've been spoiling a bunch of shit on here. <laughs> Where the boy went to stab her or something, I can't remember. But in or the dog, something happened where it was a traumatic scene that could have been really bad, mm-hmm. but she reacted in a compassionate way mm. and she held. It was so powerful. That moment was very powerful because it's in that moment she knew, like, no, I need to, I need to meet this with this compassionate energy because yeah. he's acting out of anger. And so when I'm in these spaces, I'm, I'm meeting this at that level. I'm meeting, I'm compassionate now. I don't care. And I've seen some bad things. I've, I mean, I hate to say bad and good because I, but that's the only way we can yeah. make things. But make there, sense. there are some things yeah, that, that we bad, can yeah. put in that. Bad. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I'm not saying. And as I'm talking, I'm not saying yeah. to let people get away. Not with it, from no. yeah, yeah, or even from judgment. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. It's just like our reasonable selves yes. can say that this is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like this is not okay. And I've seen those scenarios. But, of course, I did some bad shit, too. You know, there was some—I was very problematic and and, and um, tyrannical in my days because of my spawned little traumas, because of these unhealed parts of myself that I was acting out of my trauma, you know? And so, unfortunately, I've spawned off things that hurt other people, and I had to, like, do a callback. Um, so, but forgiving myself and holding space for people to forgive themselves as well. So it's, so again, it's the, it's, it's this layers of thing. Like I said, I'm not excusing people's behavior. Yes, there's people, but I believe this is why we have to move into this now in, as a society of rehabilitation, not throwing in gels. We don't need to be doing that. What we need to be doing is having, re- and then first of all, gel, just the caveat, the systematic like process of gelling is, yes. is stupid and needs to be abolished. Completely. Yes. Like that's all that's, for money. Yeah, all for money. Yes. And very, very racist and classist. So it's like that's even problematic itself. But what I'm talking about people who actually ha- are, are doing things that are really um, like R. Kelly status. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, really very problematic. We need to like put him in a rehabilitate, like put him in a sell themselves, but also offer healing because that's still an energy. That's out there. Does that make yeah. sense? There's still an energy. Well, and if we think about how we're all connected, yeah. if, if we're putting energies out there or we're not helping to heal the people that yeah. maybe need it most, that in 
in turn is going to be a reflection on us. Yes, it's going to be a reflection on us. Because we can't get away from something that we are all interconnected with. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we can't force them to heal, but give them the option. Like, if they want to do the healing, then, like, hold a space for that healing. You know what I'm saying? And, And so... So it's, you know, that's what I'm, you know, I have this in my head. I, I just have this vision of what world will look like. And that's that 5D Aquarian age thing I'm on that like alien star seed shit. But I see this world the way I see the world. And, it, you know, of course, it doesn't seem like it's going to get to that place. But that's what I'm trying to start now with what I'm doing. Mm. You know, like probably years from now, this would, you know, not sound so foreign. But right now, it, like it seems so foreign, but I see it. I, I can see this, you know, I can see, I can feel it. I believe it. And, and so that's why I, you know, I tell people like when you step into my space for healing, all judgments goes aside. It doesn't even matter from here. I'm holding that space for healing and that is it. Yeah. You know, you're doing the work and that's all that matters. And, and a beautiful, uh, and, and also too, y'all, when you do this healing, you're healing other people too. Let me tell you, I have a testament to this. I just received a beautiful email from my ex fiance the other day about now he's a Reiki master and he's helping with toxic masculinity. Oh. And him and I were in a very tumultuous relationship, both equally, both in trauma, like we're both acting from our trauma space. We were not, you know, but we were both a catalyst for our healing, healing. you know? Exactly. And so, um, so understand when you do this work, you're helping the world heal. It, I cannot express how important it is to do yourself healing because then you can forgive yourself, you can, and then forgive others, and this ripple effect that's happening in the multiverses and the parallels, having past lives intergenerationally and transgenerationally. You're healing your family members. I'm telling you, I have worked on families because of this. Um, at, at past lives, I had one little you know, a little past life read. I need to check up and see how she did now. But it was weird. Um, um, she, I, they told me she had a, a elephantitis in her past life. Mm. And I was like, that's really random. <laughs> and then when I told her, she was like, don't tell me that. I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong? And she pulled up her pant leg and her leg was swollen. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God, do you have, she's like, no, it just ha- happened. I'm like, okay, well, now we know it's from your past life. We can clear this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that, that's coming through because it's a past life thing. You How know, wild. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, and, and Brian Weiss talks about this as well. Um, I never read his book, um, "Many Lives Matter, Many Masters," but I remember in an interview with him um, that his daughter he would do these past life regressions. He was a psychologist that didn't believe in any of this shit, but it kept on coming up to him, and so he started doing past life regressions on these people, and he kept on trying to do it on his daughter. And that's the thing: past lives you can't force it. It, they they come up when they're ready because again time isn't linear. It comes up when the time is like aligned with what was going on, and so she ended up developing cataracts around twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven years old, which is very young, young for, for cataracts. cataracts. <laughs> and he's like, let me try it one more time, and he did. And she was a wizard in her past life that cast something or did something that caused her to be blind, mm. and then her cataracts cleared up. And animals have past lives as well. Yes, because we're yeah. talking yeah. about how uh, <laughs> that's another facet. And I, okay, so we'll have to go a little quickly on this yeah. one so that we don't have a 24-hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's touch on that real quick before we wrap up yeah. about, like, speaking to the animals. Oh, and my what, I mean, what's, what's going on with them? As we have my cat, like, that, who has literally been stalking oh, around us right oh, now. <laughs> which makes 
sense why Philip's burning up. Maybe it's her that is Maybe. trying to get messages. Um, what are you trying to say, Rue? Because she's trying to tell me some <laughs> stuff for sure. I know. And it's funny. They do like little physical things to like, oh, like let you know. Like uh, when I do readings, this dog would always like flip its ears when I would say something right. It would do it. And the mom was like, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm saying something that is resonating. Or they'll like howl or they'll just do something. But yeah, with animals, oh my God. They, um, they again, they've had multiple lives. Some of them <laughs> aliens. Some of them, um, um, they- Are they ever people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! Yes, they are. So my- we're not necessarily going into a new life that is like like we're we're growing up. From yeah, an we're to growing. A person. Yeah. Well, so I, I feel like it's backwards sometimes. Yeah. Because to get to animal status, you bet. You know, unless unfortunately you're going to a, a not so great animal life, but it's it's definitely these lessons. And it, of course, you can you can choose to incarnate. You know, you can choose to cancel soul contracts. All these things uh, we didn't even get to. Ch- Chat yeah. on that. Well, but, we will have. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to have you back, and we'll touch on some other things when we get there. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't even get on soul contracts and karmic, um, uh, karmic paths, and like, yeah. All, oh, I will bookmark that. Yeah, like yeah, because that, that that's, that's cool. definitely. Which we, maybe we can talk about that with animals because yeah. that's definitely. Okay, I like that. That that's definitely in that lineage because there's a lot of them are soulmates that y'all have been incarnated in life since we co- before, and she was definitely in that past life with you. Because she's already told me that, and which is why that regal, that whole she is re- so regal. She is very like, regal. She's she is. I feel like I, I met my love, match with this. Cat. I love. Oh my god! When I walked in, the way she was perched, the way she looked at me, it was like, who is this? Yeah. Like it was very like, oh okay, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very like I loved it. It was like the standoff, um, <laughs> Leo against Leo. Because I'm convinced yes, she's a Leo. Exactly. <laughs> and you look like such a cat. Even your like cute little like the like the mouth and how the cats have like the yeah. little divot. Like when you talk, you have like a little kitty mouth. I'm very uh, yes, I'm very yes. cat like. I very I'm, I resonate definitely um, with my cat, my one my one Leo in my chart. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so these are these are another parts of these animals that there are teachers, there are guidance. My my little dog um, who passed away was my son in my past life, but also my teacher. He taught me a lot of my stuff. He's a channeler. Um, Yeah, with animals, that's why we have to respect everything. Um, with plant medicine, with and there are ancestors. Some of these are ancestors. These are these are beings that were um, here before us, who are humans or others sentient beings who now wanted to experience what it is to be a tree. And this is what I have to explain to people. Like you think you look at the tree or you look at this plant and you, you think that that's their fix. That's just their energy. No, it doesn't work like that. Like energy spreads. So have you ever met people like, oh, I think I was Frida Kahlo in my past life. And I said, you probably share an energy of hers. Yes. Yes. I do believe that. When we incarnate, we don't fully incarnate. So, so let, let's say... So let's say um, um, I pass, you know, you're Frida Kahlo and then, you know, and you, when she passes away, her energy spreads. Yeah. So you you have a part of her. If you feel inspired by her. I see what you're you, saying. You get what I'm yeah. saying? That's the same thing with trees. That's the same thing with plants. It's the same thing with animals. There's not a full incarnation. Not that I have ever met. Now, there is sometimes um, 
There, which is where that twin flame, yeah, like and that, that. soulmate. <laughs> I, I always tell people that it's called quadruple twin flames. Like there's like because there's so many fractal energies of yours. So in my understanding of past lives, when I'm telling you of your past life, it, it is just a fraction of you. It is, and and someone probably could have shared that past life as well. You know, depending on how big this person is. This is yeah. this is where it gets. That's why I get what you're saying. You get like what the I'm prominence saying? of the person itself. Versus, yes, yeah. yes. If, if, if it's Frida Kahlo, if it's Bob Marley, if it's like these bigger, when they pass, there's this dispersal. There's this like, you know, but, you know, depending like, oh, you were a sheep herder in your past life, you know, yeah. that, that's a little easier to read. You know what I'm saying? Um, God, I hope I'm making sense. No, I, I, <laughs> it makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what the um, the complexities of this. And yes. that's why it's it's not just this one thing. That's why we have multiple lives, uh, multiple different lives, different lives in other planets, other dimensions. Um, God, it just, it, gets, it just go, it it goes, goes, it goes. Which is laughable to me because she was like, there's so many parts in astrology. I don't even know how you like put it all together. And so here she's talking about all this. And I'm like, do you even realize like, no, no wonder you have no room to put in the astrology because there's all these other parts going on. That's exactly why I can't remember no. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so please don't be offended if I can't remember your name or that I even done a channeling on you. That's the worst. Yeah. Uh, well, it speaks to being in the moment, yeah. especially when you see so many people and you work yes. with so many uh, energies, whether or not they are here in front of you yeah. or other places. Yeah. Like we can only retain so much. No. And just in general, yeah. Mercury retrograde can, if uh-huh. you have it in your natal chart, it can be harder to retain. Oh my god, things. so many things I can't um, retain. So, Mm-mm. so you know, forgive her, forgive yourself <laughs> if you find yourself in that situation. Yeah. It's uh, it's not. It doesn't reflect on the quality mm-hmm. of the connection that happens. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Because we're more than our names, we're, right? Yes, we're <laughs> more than that. And that's what I tell people. It's like it's more than that. I'm getting energetic imprints. When I meet you, there's more that's happening. Like I can probably more, like for you, I will always remember the puffy hat. You know what I'm saying? Like there's always going to be those things. Like I remember this one person, I couldn't remember the channeling. And then the girl said, you said when oh, there's power in her hair, everything, the floodgates came back. I'm like, oh. I know who you're talking about. Like there was that moment that it was just like everything, all the channelings came back. It was like that little filing, you know, cabinet, like for me, like that little file. So, you know, again, I have to have patience with myself and not beat myself up and also be like, you know what? If they have a problem with that, then that's something of themselves that they have to have have to deal with. I don't get upset when people don't remember me. I actually feel better. Like like, I I do, I do. And this woman, uh, uh, the animal reader I told you about, I would love for you to interview interview with as well. When she did an animal reading on me, a Leo as well, couldn't remember it until my sister told her the story. And she's like, oh, my God. But it made me feel good. It made me feel like, oh, God, I'm not a dick. Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> you know, because I never I didn't get that. I didn't get that you're an asshole. I'm getting that. No, when we're channeling and when we do this stuff, we have to be on another plane. We have to we walk the world a little bit differently than a yes. lot of people. I mean, I do. I, I'm walking different. Dim- right now, you know, there's just so much work that I have to do to make sure I'm not getting anything right now. Because that's what happens. You know, like when your channeling came through while I'm channeling for someone else. Like, you know, there's just so much that I'm working with that I just have to surrender and be okay. Which is why grounding is muy importante. You better ground yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to do this work. You have to ground yourself. This is why a lot of us deal with, you know, struggle. You know, I'm someone who struggled with mental health, what they would consider mental health illnesses back in the day because it was just so scattered. But yeah. I had to, like, you know, ground myself and and wear a lot of crystals. And 
and pull it back. Do, yeah. Pull it yeah. back mm-hmm. in. Um, I love it. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, and just a quick shout out for the mental health component. Yeah. Uh, my, a friend of mine who was on the podcast a handful of episodes ago, one of my, one of my besties, Rachel Fernandez, Rachel Michelle, uh, she has a podcast going on um, called uh, Psychic Rehab. Yeah. That she is, uh, she did the first episode, sat on it for a couple months, but now she's pumping them out oh and they're God. excellent. And um, so you can find at, at Psychic Rehab, that's on uh, on IG, um, and you can probably just Google it. Yeah. But like the second one she just did, I just listened to, was on attachment styles mm-hmm. and the different attachments we have are, are the detachment yeah. to it. And um, actually, some of the things you said earlier were actually touching on some of the things that she was saying in that podcast. So um, just a little shout out to the yes. mental health component because she's trying to take the, the crazy out of it too yes. or to own it because I think that's a thing that um, just a, a verbalization yes. that we need to get past yes. uh, for, you know, the different levels that are out there because <laughs> we all have some sort of crazy and yes. some of us are going to have a, a, a higher level of crazy. Yes. But as we hear today with Anhalana, mm-hmm. there is a gift within yes, that. And so that's is. important to Embrace remember. that. I'm telling you, embrace your crazy. Embrace I, that crazy. I know. Yeah. I think I'm going to make a shirt. Embrace that crazy. Because yeah. I love it. You know, people always say it's a taboo word, but I love it. I mean, yes, I was called crazy my whole life, but... I love my craziness. I love my weirdness. I mean, I'm doing shit that makes no sense, and but it makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, and I I wouldn't have it any other way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really love, I love it, but it didn't make sense then. And it still doesn't make sense now, but it makes more sense, sense than it did then. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sure it's going to make journey. more. And yeah. I'm sure later in life, then I will be able to really hone into it and be able to, to, to have a little bit structure, you know, yeah. that's my Virgo. I, I kind of want some structure in this, you know, like yes. how you have millions of like this astrology, how you can like, you know, have your degrees. Like maybe I can figure this shit out in degrees and in well, it's <laughs> and all part, It's all part of the process. Yeah. I didn't start out that way. Yeah. I started out with a chaotic uh, approach. Yeah. And it actually took the... Um, the pulling it into a system that helped me yes. go further and be able to to do uh, uh, better, more accurate. That's what I'm trying to get to <laughs> and, now. And, and not even just that, it, it uh, gave me the confidence I needed yes. because I was confident in my tools. Yeah. So, all right. Well, before we go here, you know, where where can people find you? Uh, <laughs> say, I know she she doesn't really do social media, which is I don't blame her. To be honest. <laughs> like it's it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but you do have. Of the shop yes. as an uh, Instagram. Yes, you can so, find me on there. An email to like I'm trying to get a hold of Angelana, and then for for that, then I'll like plug you up with my like um, email and everything like that. Because my email, my personal email is complicated as well, but I'll still give it Dancing Aurora at live l i v e dot com. But um, but yeah, that's like possibly the best way. Yes. <laughs> I used to have Google Plus, but that doesn't exist anymore. I know, they got rid of that. Um, but I will, the, what we do have, I will put it on my blog yeah. post so that you can check yes. out her. If you, you can reach out to her if you like and uh, and check out the shop and the ladies down yes. uh, in Barrio Logan doing some good things for, for the community uh, and people who, who need them 
uh, dare I say most. Yes. So um, now, okay, so where can you find me if you want to find that? <laughs> well, you can find me over at energeticprinciples.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook, all on social media, uh, <laughs> at Energetic Principles. And of course, I do have my Patreon uh page if you would like to support the podcast financially, or you can do so through uh, my tip jar on my front page of my website. If you want to check out Patreon, that's patreon.com backslash, you guessed it, Energetic Principles. Um, And of course, you know, I do consultations, uh, which we were talking about earlier here. So if you want to look into your own astrology, I am here for that. Um, So all right, Anhalana, you were such a joy. Thank to, you. Like I, I love it. My, the crazy in me loves the crazy yes, in you. I know people are gonna have to re, re-listen to this and like, wait, what the hell did she just say? <laughs> yes, but you know, we're we're introducing new things, yeah. and, and that is the purpose of it of it all. Someone's yeah. got to do it. Yeah, so. and I'm st- and I'm still learning this, and that's definitely one of my readings was like what I'm doing is is new. It's like yes. you know so. So that's what you call a trailblazer. Or as we say in the Chiron world, especially since it's near your North Node, a maverick. A maverick? maverick. Oh, dope. I need to get myself a little star. star. There we go. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. Uh, I thank you so much for listening. And as always, may the stars be with you. (laughs) Woo!